Hey, what's up, what's up? It's your man Sam, host of Just Talk With Sam Podcast. Just Talk With Sam Podcast. Man, we got a great one for you guys today. A legend calls into the podcast, chop it up with us. The comedian known as Lunell. We jump all around. We talk about some of her current works, some of her, her career, projects that she's going to be in. Some of, um, man, it's just, you know, when you talk to a legend of comedy like Lunell, um, one of the best things I can say is you just want to, you just want to listen and just soak up all the knowledge that you can. But, but one of the best thing is she's like down home, down to earth, and funny as hell. That's my girl Lunell. She's coming here to Detroit, and she's going to be at the Punchline Comedy Lounge. Yes, those who under the sound of my voice in the metro Detroit area, please make it to the Punchline Comedy Lounge. You can check out Lunell. She's very funny. And those across the country, please check her out. And she has a standing Sunday gig at the SLS or Vegas Residency. I think that's Jimmy Kimmel's club. Either way, you can check her out. You got to see her live. You got to see her. Because she's going to show up in your TV show anyway. So, you got to see her. Is, is, is that great? We don't jump all into that when she calls. I mean, you know, when she calls into the podcast when we chop it up with Lunell. But, as always, we got to pay some bills here. Everything related to the Just Talk With Sam podcast can be found at our website at samshownation.com. Yes, at samshownation.com is everything that you need to talk about the Just Talk With Sam podcast. It's your ground zero for everything Just Talking With Sam. Right there on the homepage and current promotions page. Who are we kidding? This has always been a crowdsourced podcast. Homepage and current promotions page. Click the donate button. By hitting that donate button, you, yes, you, you, you can you can do this. You hit that donate button. You give to the podcast. And by doing that, we put every single red cent right back into this podcast to make it a bigger, better standing. Just just a juggernaut of a podcast. You guys have been doing this, keeping us strong for almost 10 years. And we want to thank you guys for doing so. So if you haven't donated, please go ahead. If you want to do it again, it's right there. But maybe you one of those people who want to get to the podcast, but you want to show your love. You want to get a little bang for your buck. You can. You can do it right there. Go to samtronation.com. You hit that store link. You can get all your Just Talking With Sam podcast swag right then and there. The Just Talking With Sam podcast is all right there. So please check it out. The swag is there. The swag is in effect. Whether that be t-shirts, whether that be hats, whether that be stickers. It's all right there. Uh, please go ahead and do that for you good folks at Just Talk With Sam. Represent the podcast that you love as you go through your daily life. Speaking of podcasts, you can always go to samshownation.com. You click that podcast link, it's right there. Click the podcast link and you can check out all of your favorite podcasts right there at our website, samshownation.com. You can listen to it again. You can hear them out. Uh, you can rewind it. All your favorite episodes. It's all right there. Uh, speaking of the podcast, maybe you listen to podcasts a little differently. Where wherever podcasts can be heard, we're currently on Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, um, RSS, uh, wherever podcasts can be heard, or the big boy. You know who I'm talking about? Apple Podcasts, formerly iTunes. Apple Podcasts is right there. All my Apple people, one thing we actually do when you go to the podcast, check us out. 
listen to the podcast subscribe rate and review this podcast um by doing that you can check out our podcast subscribe give it give it five stars go ahead do it like hey leave a review hey i really like when sam talks to lou now and he didn't let her get a word in edgewise five stars hey i really like this interview and the great guest that sam always brings to the uh, table five stars hey sam needs to shut up and let lou now talk five stars it's all right there subscribe rate and review this podcast it's right there at apple Podcasts. um we got a few sponsors this week and we're gonna jump into this excellent podcast first sponsor to just talk with sam podcast is the good folks at mlbshop.com mlbshop.com wants you to celebrate and congratulate your world series champions the washington nationals by going to samshownation.com click the promotions button and clicking on the banner that says world series champions the washington nationals all their stuff is right there you can celebrate your 2019 World Series champs with the be t-shirts, the hats, the uh, all in Washington Nationals colors. You can get that Soto jersey you've been um, wanting to wear. You can get all of that stuff right there. Even their fight finished t-shirts. Finish the fight. That's been their motto all season. It's all right there. The official online shop. And if you go to samshownation.com for a limited, and I mean limited, time only. By doing that, you can save up to 60% off. Not just Washington Nationals World Series gear, but all things. Up to 60% off. And on top of that, free U.S. shipping over $29 by using the promo code SINKER at checkout. That is S-I-N-K-E-R at checkout. Hurry up. This is limited time only because that's a deal on top of a deal. Put in the promo code SINKER at checkout. Shout out to the Washington Nationals. Next sponsor is the good folks at Reebok. Yes, that Reebok. Reebok wants you to know that if you go through samshownation.com, go to the current promotions page, you click the Reebok Classic link, and by doing that, 50% off Reebok Seasonal Steals Collection. We're fall now. We're in fall now. We're, we're here. It's fall. It's getting cold out. But one thing Reebok wants you to do is get some of them seasonal steals. It's 50% off their seasonal collection. All you got to do is put in the promo code FALL at checkout. It's getting cold out, so maybe you need some jackets. Maybe you need um, some bigger shoes. Maybe you want to keep it comfy around the house, break out those leggings. Maybe you go to gym. Maybe you like, all right, you know, sun's out, gun's out. You know, you, you want to do that? You want to get ready for next year? Well, you got to hit that gym. And Reebok wants to help you with their seasonal collection. Now, I just thought about what I just said about the leggings, where it's like, oh, you can wear leggings working out. That's true. But in my experience, a lot of people who wear leggings just kind of hang around the house. You just got to say, I go to the gym. There's leggings there, but I go home. And there's leggings there too. Well, however you want to do it, it's all right there. Go to Reebok, click the Reebok Classic link at samshownation.com And by doing that, yes, by doing that You can save 
50% off by putting the promo code FALL on their seasonal selection. Hurry up because that's limited time only as well. And lastly, and certainly not leastly, the granddaddy of them all, Amazon.com. Yes, you can go to Amazon.com. Click the banner on the Sam Show Nation homepage or the current promotions page. By clicking that banner, one thing I think my guests would appreciate, if you put in Lunell in the search bar and look at the goodness that this young lady has produced, whether it be comedy specials, whether it be movies, whether it be her albums, albums with an S, whether it be uh, TV shows that you can stream if you got Amazon Prime or Amazon Fire Stick, have you stream? Shoot, all of those things are right there. If you and I'm doing it right now. I put in Lunell in the search bar. Every project she was in that's available through Amazon. Tons of content after I look at this. I mean, tons of content. It's all right there. So please put in Lunell, get something. You can check out my guests via Amazon Prime. Or if you wait 90 seconds, you're going to jump into this podcast. You can check out Lunell yourself. So give me 90 seconds. I'll see you guys in a few. This is Just Talk With Sam Podcast, y'all. Just Talk With Sam Podcast. Just put your name on it. If you don't talk about it, be about it. Hey, I don't know this till like right now. Seriously. Subscribe right for you on iTunes, Joe. Obviously, if y'all just listen, we, we never write this out. And we're back. Boy, we are back to the podcast. We got a special guest. Who, me? No. Oh. Um, Lunell will be calling into this podcast. Our good buddy, um, BK, is on assignment. That's a good way to say it. Assignment. Assignment. I ain't throwing his business out there. He just, he just away. He, he'll come back and he'll tell us the nitty gritties of the. If he comes back, that's a good question because we lost Ike to a side, but and uh, then we lost him. But I have a feeling. Oh, Ike! Oh, Ike will be back with a if roaring. If you put vengeance. a pack of Newports and a bottle of whiskey on the table, you might get them both back. I know I get one of them back. 
just you, what do you do? Just fan the fan <laughs> you fan the, 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 you fan the, the new fortune whiskey. <laughs> In, in their general direction, it doesn't that's, matter what kind. Well, like the old school cartoons, how like the smell lifts them up. It's, it's <laughs> in a sense. But that's not what I'm talking about. The special guest we got calling in is our good buddy Lunell. Um, the fact that I can say that is an honor. She, man, she is a, a legend. I mean, we all know her. Um, if you watch. Any form of black television growing up, you know, you, you knew her as a very funny, successful stand-up comedian mm-hmm. on the Jamie Foxx projects, the, uh, what was it, Laugh-a-Palooza, the, the, the Shacks, the Snoop Dogs, especially the Cat Williams, you know, stuff that, and then now she just, she just show up in shows now, mm-hmm. like stuff on my DVR, like The Middle. Always sunny in Philadelphia. Head case. I guess was on that, but I... uh, Tony Rock Project. Californication. She was in that. Mm-hmm. She showed up in um, the movies too. She'll pop up in your movie too. She was in Taken too. Hmm. I didn't know that. Um, that's my boy. She was in. Um, I'm in the shallow. Uh, God, I hate that. That, that, movie. that. I hate that movie only because that song got stuck in my head. Star so is born. Star is born. I'm on the I don't know if you saw it. I just watched the. Um, That's a good movie. Thing. I just watched Dolomite. She in that too. She in Dolomite. Mm. I haven't seen it yet. She in Dolomite. She just show up. Get all your checks, Miss Lunell. Get hey. all of the checks as long as they're giving them. Get your check. Man, it's cool to have her here. She's going to be here because she's going to be at the Punchline Comedy Lounge, Southfield, Michigan, Detroit, Michigan. Uh, the weekend of the seventh. Well, mm-hmm. November seventh. This what what is that? Friday. Sorry, that's it. Yeah, this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday apparently. So she's gonna be at the Punchline Comedy Lounge. So that's the one downtown, right? No, that's the one in Southfield. The one in Southfield. I have to say this. I thought it was one downtown. Could you stop confusing people? I'm not. No, no, the no. What she's going to be at? She's going to be at Southfield, but is there one also downtown? That's what I'm asking you. No. Okay, it must be something called something else. So we're not talking about the something called something else. Disregard the last thirty seconds of this conversation. I'm not editing this. That's fine. I'm don't, not editing it. Don't edit. Keep it live. Yeah, this will be. She will be starting the seventh, mm-hmm. November seventh, at Southfield. Punchline Comedy Lounge. If you stay in the Metro Detroit area, please make a trip to see her. I will be one of those people that do so, mainly because she's funny as hell. It's period, point blank. That's just what it is. Along with that, you can always reach her on her social handles IG, Lunell, Twitter, Lunell, just spell like her name. Also, Facebook, Lunell. Go to her website at heylunell.com. So that's pretty much Lunell. I want to um, save a lot of this talk for when she calls in because I got questions. Very smart. I got I got questions. Nor do I want to kind of like you want to jump in on this with me? Because uh, man, I, I probably like, not. Huh? I trust you. What is this whole you trust me business? Look, I am a seasoned broadcaster. Oh God, seasoned. You're not a broadcaster. I am. This is a broadcast. This counts. I didn't say journalist. 
I said broadcast. It's far more in line of journalism, but how sway? Have the journalism. How broadcast is TV? No, broadcasting is just you're doing something and a lot of people see it. Journalism like requires facts. Some of the shit that we do here just is no facts, just strong opinion. Just just strong opinion. It is journalism. It's not based off No journalism because they catch you doing the shit and talk about it. TMZ is a broadcast because it's on TV. It's not broadcast. Okay. It's not either or. You can be both. But I'm not journalism because I'm not using facts a lot of the time. It's just strong opinions. Call it what you want. Yeah. See, there you go. Broadcaster. What or what? Speaking of broadcaster, guys, we have been on the run the last couple of weeks. Uh, well, week, it feels like two, but You've it's actually like... Uh, huh? You've been on the run. Okay. Sam has been on the run. I try to include you into this shit, but no, I have no, been... You, not, nah, you want to include me in this stuff? Well, look, let me tell you something. Hollywood Sam. Now? Uh, uh, no, 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 let's get you out of here. Hollywood Sam... I've been hobnobbing been with some people. Hobnobbing. And you 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 caught a little bit with Tom Popper last week. By the way, we went to a show. We'll put an asterisk in that. Uh, coming off the heels of his Netflix tape. I'm sorry. It's industry talk. Mm-hmm. I just want to give. Uh, uh, I just want to catch up. Mm. And since I've been on the run lately, the podcast has not suffered. Mm. I feel good about that. But there has been some, um, there, there's going to be some gifts, some guests, not changes. It's just going to be like, oh, well, this is where Sam was, and this he's in this picture, and he's doing that. Why are they talking about this thing that I don't know about, then it showed up? Oh, okay, yeah. So I'm just, wanna, I'm tired. Normally, I have. just crazy. I, normally, on this podcast, we have an alcoholic beverage or so. What are you drinking currently? Coffee. Did you make me a cup? No. Why? Because this coffee has a little Where Jack Daniels in it. Where is the love? The love. You don't like Jack Daniels in your coffee. The love. I mean, I got to stay on Where brand. Is the love? I have to stay the on brand. Love, the love. Where is the love? No, we're just looking at you because you want to have a fucking A and B selection in the middle of this. I'm not. I'm just saying, where's the love? It's on the table next to the Folgers. You can make me a cup of coffee. I could, and I didn't. You lucky. Because I I have the ability to. However, I don't want to shortchange the people. And speaking about not shortchanging the people, I'm shortchanged. I want everyone except Asha to get a double dose of comedy this week by checking out our partners over there at the Act Accordingly Podcast. Act Accordingly Podcast, with Bash and Z, mind you, mm. featuring. DJ M80 mm-hmm. and um, AJ. We, we'll show love to AJ. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been listening to those guys. Love those guys. I I, I, I request a favor of them to um, really get into the Jeremy Renner thing. They mm-hmm. did. I think I don't want to be greedy and request another favor. Why not? Because uh, it's something I don't think I can call. I don't. I don't think. I just kind of need AJ to sharpen them skills. That is a poor man's DJ M80. Still good shit. He's still a good dude. You know what it did? It boosted. You can't do that. that no, that's not no. his regular job. He's just a filler. It's not. It was, it, oh, so oh, yeah. He was that. just a filler. It was the. It's like I don't dislike AJ more. 
but I appreciate DJ M80 so much more. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. You have to. Too. You have to? But don't. But, oh, my God. I've never seen a person so miss. You know, Bash and Z, those the homies. They, they, they great. We have finally squashed the beef. I didn't know it was a beef. It's not a beef. Well, why is it beef? Man, it, it's just annoying as shit. Why is anybody to say beef? Because it's turn of phrase. <sighs> it was just annoying. I know Bash know her for the fire. I'm not bringing it back up. It just, I feel that he we we it. are in a piece. It's like the... Sam feels. I it, didn't know you could do that. I do. It hurt. It really mm-hmm. did hurt. Okay. And, um... Players mess up. You got caught slipping, and I and I think I'll leave it alone. Sure. Probably not. Okay. My guy Z. Do what you feel. Z never changes. Um, what, what did uh, what did BK say about him? He get away with anything. He back him up, something like that. Mm-hmm. Never changes. Uh, that those been my guys forever. Check them out. It's called the Act Accordingly Podcast. Wherever podcasts can be heard. Um, with a staple, a staple. Of DJ, a staple of DJ Abadi. He's he's he. That doesn't mean if he's not there, turn it off. It's just sure? here's what that means. Still listen, but take an inventory of how much that man means to that show. Mm. Yeah, there you go. There, there you go. Bash and Z, they can do this. Bash and Z been doing this on the porch for for j- years. That's Already, that's their life. They've uh, been podcasted before podcasting was a thing. That's not a. That's. You can say that about a lot of people. However, just a sprinkle of DJMA, just sprinkle them in there. Sprinkle me, baby. It. Wow, that sounded worse than what I wanted it to. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, it did. All right, let me just. Here's what we did do. Forty-five. While I'm running around being Hollywood Sam last week. Hollywood Sam. Hollywood Sam. Hollywood Sam. That's the person. You know, me. projects I can't talk about. You know, doing those things. Oh, can't talk about it. Yeah, some things can't talk about, you know. You know, what they, they got? Um, uh, redacted. Here you go. Uh, they got that. Uh, what's the thing where you can't talk about it? It's all with an R. Restricted. You know, they're very tight lipped about it. You know, I'm working with some folks um, who may. Has some industry, mm-hmm. you know, inside with the good folks, like you know, subscription services. You know, one, one big one. That's red. Uh, what's the name of it? I don't know. You can say. I don't know. And then there's another project um, that I may have some access to with another subscription service. You know, out of Florida. You know. Say the names. No. I don't know what you're talking about. That's good. That's good. That's what we will. Out of of Florida. On Netflix? Or YouTube? They're both red. Yep. Don't nobody care about you deep swallowing? Hey, man. I just said. I'm sorry. Talk about redacted, man. Talk about here's what we are gonna do. While I'm running around all last week, if you rock with the '80s, mm-hmm. 
late seventies, eighties, nostalgia, nineties. Yo, 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 shit is over. Mm-hmm. Last week. All right, let's give let's give people the credit that they do. Unfortunately, we lost some legends last week. Um, this close to home, John Conyers. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. That was that. That was a hit mainly because if you talk about NAACP, you talk about civil rights, you talk about um, just a champion among the people in a politician sense. Actually, and I'll keep it personally. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for and I'll show you, Monica Conyers getting into all of that craziness mm-hmm. a few years back. It made me take a deep dive on John Conyers. Where you read some stuff? Yeah, where I was just like, oh my God. Yo he's wa- alive for almost 100 years, so he's done a lot. Yeah, but your wife is murdering your legacy. Yeah, but here's the thing. Even with that, she didn't um, sully it as bad as one would think. You you supposed to chill. And then, like last year, he was being accused of something. Yeah, yeah, know, but that's... two thing. Hold that on. got that got uh I at don't this know what point there but hold on at this point and I'm not minimizing the you're always trying to sell somebody's legacy exactly I'm not trying to minimize me too or whatever but after Weinstein now people were just throwing everything at me too yeah I put it like this as far as me too moving is concerned say something you got him I think I think we all got we got him no, all the guys yeah you got him all the, all there, the if has, let, let's let's practice something with a line with a line let's say something right then and there the line would be after Matt Lauer alright you got them all let's just say something right then and there but my even whole, Matt Lauer getting mad at people like hey I'm tired of y'all now yeah but I, I, listen however, I did what I did but I didn't do that but when it comes down to um John Conyers I mean, he made me like believe in like politics for a minute, and mm-hmm. then I just saw the bullshit, and I'm like, "Oh, not you too." So now I don't know. I I, I don't know anymore. I don't believe in politics anyway, but there there is a like politics and me are like a necessary evil. Yeah, but it may be like, oh, there's a good one. You you know what there I mean? There are no good ones. Oh yeah, I I figured that one out. But because in order to be a politician, you can't be good. You, you gotta, gotta go. have to. Do something that's not good. This goes. We were trying to big some somebody up. Now, now we're just going into that realm we always do. But in this case, John Conyers did a lot of good. Period. Point blank, and he will be best. Let's. We lost another titan. Mm -hmm. You don't know who this person is. Give me the name. You don't know who this person is. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna toss this out there right now because I know in my soul you don't know who this is. Okay. But anyone with an afternoon to kill, I need you. We lost this guy last week, Mr. Robert Evans. Now a lot of people are like, who in the hell is Robert Evans? Robert Evans was a Hollywood film producer, studio executive for creating these movies. I'm going like he wasn't an actor. I want to make this plain. He was not an actor. However, mm-hmm. if it wasn't for him, we would not like cuz everything he had was a hit. Mm-hmm. Chinatown. 
Okay. The Godfather. Marathon Man. Urban Cowboy. Man of a Thousand Faces. My nerds out there. The Saint. Black Sunday. Sliver. And then he had a couple of clunkers. Mm-hmm. He had Popeye. The original one with Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. The Phantom. And, um... I, uh, Jade... Yeah, that was... Yeah. And then he brought it all the way back. I think this is a clunker. You don't. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Oh, that was a good movie. That was a cinematic... That's cinematic gold. Now... Mm. She named his penis Princess Sophia. But continue. That aside, he, um, yeah, Hollywood film producer, right? Mm-hmm. Now you're like, oh, why is this producer? Granted, he made some of the most legendary movies and How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. That's a legendary movie. He, he made legendary movies on both sides of the spectrum of why you should make a movie and why you should not. The Phantom. <laughs> like, oh, God, that was a horseshit movie. Uh, but. He was so good, right? Mm-hmm. Now, here's where, if you really want to get into the genius of Robert Evers, and I want to give everyone a homework assignment. Not only he was good at his work and he did all this stuff, mm-hmm. he had a biopic, a movie about himself that he produced. I do know what a biopic is. Hold on, hold on. You got, you got to stay with me. All right. And he has an audio book read by himself. He has, he has the book, the audio book, and the movie. Mm-hmm. He's doing it all, right? Okay. The movie is good because it shows like clips and it can get a little bit more detailed. But if you got a long car ride, you want to kill an afternoon, you got to get this audio book. I love this. I listened to this way back when in college. Because I just thought this was, this, this honestly got me into podcasting. Mm-hmm. One of the factors, I should say. Like an origin story. This is way before the Kevin Smith thing. This is like, oh, if he can do this on a wide platform, it's called The Kid Stays in the Picture. This is him telling about his life. He wrote the book down, right? Mm-hmm. But you need to um, kick out the extra $3 for the audio book because in the book, Right in the audio book, mm-hmm. he's reading his life story, and then he gives ad libs, but he's doing coke the entire goddamn time. And then he goes into he goes into tangents, like he had named somebody. Oh, Bud Freeman. Let me tell you something. Bud Freeman. When he said this, I was just like, "Oh, this, this is real." Mm-hmm. Bud Friedman loved the three F's in lives Food, fun, and fisting Wow He said uh, What he said like I won't name names But one time we were on a boat trip With Friedman You just named the name Yeah that's the, the definition of naming a name And then he went upstairs He went in the deck chairs He loosened up his robe Dropped trial and a young woman with a diver's watch reached in his butthole. It got a whole gang of goodness. And Bud loved every minute of it. And then you hear this. 
mottos were good times. I'm like, what the fuck? The heck? The entire book is made of stories like that. This is a guy. Now, he had a nice little beverage in his hand. I don't know what he was drinking. But since doing this podcast for damn near 10 years, I know when you hear the glasses clinking and you hear the little ice hit it. I know that's something because I've, I've done it myself. The Coke, and he's just reading his book. And then he haphazardly gets back into the book. When I was three, oh, whoa, 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 let's get back to the fisting thing. And the Coke snorting sounds. Can we get back to those? So we lost a legend, Robert Evans. Kid stays in the picture. Alright, I got two more. I got I, I got two more. One you don't know. The other one, I'm just gonna give you the floor because it's you. First one out of the two. It was a busy death was busy as fuck last week. Um took another legend down. Mm-hmm. Metal Lark Lemon. That's like I have no, I have no idea fucking idea who that is. Metal Arc Lemon. Now there's a bunch of people listening to me doing this. Nah, not Metal Arc. Metal Arc Lemon is one of the staples main 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 guys of what we come to know as the Harlem. Globetrotters. Metal Arc Lemon, um, he was in his younger days. He was known as the Cloud Prince, turned with the team. He's the one. You ready for this? I'm listening. Before Metal Arc Lemon. How do you spell that? Metal? Metal Lark Lemon. Oh, there's three different names. No, Metal Lark is one. Metal Lark is the first name. Yeah, it's spelled exactly how it's out. Lemon or Lemon? Lemon, like, like the fruit. Okay. So, check this out. Very interesting. Metal like Lemon. As the Harlem Globetrotters, they used to, um, you know, play basketball. Mm-hmm. But they used to play basketball straight up until Metal Lark Lemon. Metal like Lemon introduced, you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Tricks into Harlem Globetrotters. Like, Put uh, the water, the ladder, you know, dribbling under... So- <clears throat> They didn't do that before. No, they were just a straight up basketball team. So then him spinning a um, ball on his finger and and doing all of that shit made them like a touring company. Uh, And he was was what is it? Um, He was known as the clown prince Mm -hmm. of the touring Harlem Globetrotters because if it wasn't for Metal Arc Lemon. He would, um, you know, doing the tricks and doing a little, what is it, the, the, um, they think you don't throw water on it, but it's like it's paper in there, in yeah, the bucket. Uh, yeah. Uh, he had 10 kids. He was doing that. And then, like, when, you know, you can't do that forever. No, I'd say not. You can't do that forever because his, um, body just said, no, thank you. And they were young, athletic kids, so he stayed with the tours. And he went to Arizona and built like a mega church, mm-hmm. and you can. I think it's still there to this to this day. Meadowlark Lemon Ministries. 
I think he he married um he married that gospel singer too. So after that, you know, they had ten kids and um a bunch of homecoming services. He um I can't remember his wife's name for nothing in the world now. Mm-hmm. Because she, she was a gospel singer. Turns like me looking up. Yeah, go ahead. Um, but yes, Cynthia. I'll tell you in a minute. Because I she got the Google her. Either way, Metal Lark Lemon Ministries. So, like, out there in Arizona, is, is a mega church. Interesting name. And then on top of that, you may remember him if you're younger. You may know him from Scooby Doo. Because, hmm. you know, you know. Cynthia Lemon. What was she before she got married? Um. Um, you know, you may remember him from because they had a show. Remember, it was Harlem Globetrotters, the the cartoon. Then it was Super Globetrotters, and then they just showed up in a bunch of like Scooby Doo. Um, that you know, Scooby Doo meet the Harlem Globetrotters. Um, you know, he was in um, and lastly. Well, he been dead for what four years? Now? Who? Metal art. Oh, that happened this week. No, it says two thousand five, two thousand fifteen. I thought his wife died in two thousand fifteen. Hold on, let me go back. Cause it, said, it looked like it said two thousand fifteen. Maybe they just got it wrong. No, his wife died. He died last week. Metalark Lemon. It says we could just be wrong about this whole thing. December twenty seventh, two thousand fifteen. Well, you look at Wikipedia. Yeah, they changed that, man, because they made Maybe. a big stink about that. You know, how, you know, they be doing on social media. They be reporting news stories. No, I no, this was um, Google. Uh, Day like, of death. Everything coming up two thousand fifteen. Oh, we were just off. Okay. Yep. Even ESPN reported this two thousand fifteen. Oh well. Shout out to Lark Lemon. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. My bad. All right. Redact- I don't know what's right, All right. Let's redact that whole conversation. No, I'm keeping that in there. You know, like that. Metal Lark Lemon. Shout out to Metal Lark Lemon. I know you got the baggage church out there, man. It's still running. Um, I thought that was this week. My bad. All right. And obviously, the you, one. Did you just Facebook your, your audience? I think I did. I think I did. I think I just did. All right. In the hitter. John Witherspoon. Oh God, that, that hurt. You, you want to take this one? I can't. Is it? We all know, man. That hurt. And he is from Detroit. If you all didn't know, and if and all of my church people that's listening, Mother Stacks, Mother Gertrude Stacks, or Doctor Gertrude Stacks, she's a pastor here in Detroit. The sister that he was talking about acting crazy at the funeral on one of his stand-ups, he was talking about Mother Stacks. It was a joke, but that's Mother Stacks to him. They sister. They look just sister and brother. They look just alike. So. Wow, woman that looks like him? Yeah, you ain't never seen Mother Stacks. I'll show you a picture. Oh, that, uh, uh. All right. Uh, hey. But the whole thing with John Witherspoon, man, that, that is a, when we talk about living legends, when we talk about people who, um. She looked just like him. Look. Wow. Yep. I wonder, do she say bang, bang, bang? No, she's like, Mother Stacks does not play. Like, also, she I get it. Is is a preacher like through and through? She does not play. So you take one. I, your mother probably know who Mother Sex is. Probably. Anything but else? Yeah, she from here. Um, not not from here. Born, born and raised here. 
And um, I love John Witherspoon. Always have. He make. I watch the Wayans Brothers. Sam think I watch it for Sean and Marlon. I don't. I watch for John Witherspoon. Can you watch Wayans Brothers now? No. Actually, I can. It's like one of my favorite shows. So no, I can. Knowing what you know, I mean. Yeah, I can. Um, like you, Sean and Marlon are funny on there. I like Sam gets mad at night because I watch it all the time. Fucking loud. It's, just, it's, but, not, it's not the thing that you watch. It. It's like. I would like to test how far this TV's volume can go with the Wayans Brothers. So it's not necessarily them. I like the show, but... But what Sam fails to realize is that he wants to watch cartoons and that wakes me about to sleep. First of all, when you want to sit down and watch cartoons, is you... I love how you minimize it. Hold on, let's get back to John Wilson. John Wilson, you, you will know... John Wilson, when you seen him, he'd have been in many iconic films. You got a cord in it. Uh, bang, bang, bang. The white shoes. Like, it's. it's stand up comedian. And he kind of brought actor. that persona on stage as well because how Pops dressed in Wayne's Brothers, that's how he dressed on stage. Like, but that was before then. In the Friday movies, he was in all three of them. Um. Yeah, uh, he uh, Boondocks, the, the voice of Granddad on Boondocks. John was one of you already know that. If you did, if you didn't know that, I'm shocked. But yeah, that was him as well. Um, like Jesus. One of my what's one of my favorite movies? Do you know? Uh, Boomerang. He's in that. Yep, um, I mean, but he's been in so much, and just talk about a man who transitioned himself not just from stand up. Yeah. It all comes back down to stand up. It was like the theme of the show, apparently. Um. <laughs> It all comes back down to stand-up because that's where he got his bones. That's where he got started. And he was a mentor-like figure to guys like uh, Eddie Murphy. He was a mentor-like figure to your to your Kevin Hart's, your mm-hmm. um, like pretty much all the big names. But he didn't come come to light until. I wouldn't say boom. I, I'll I'll draw the line and say boomerang, where people were like, "Let's talk about him. Let's talk about him now." And now we got a chance to see John Witherspoon himself. Yeah. And I'm I'm saying that line could have been before. Um, but I would say myself where boomerang was it boomerang was ninety two. Maybe ninety two. Yeah, but you got to think about this. You've been you've been doing something for twenty years. Mm-hmm. Or more, and then they're like, "Oh, let's now, let's now pay attention to you." Yeah. So, shout out to John Witherspoon. It's, just, it's tough, but you know, a long life, full of life. Only thing he, he 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 and he had kids later in life. He only got two kids, and he didn't have them, so he was in his what forties, fifties. Yeah. Because his sons are fairly young, like in their twenties or thirties. But you know. He contributed a lot to the comedy world, both on TV and on stage. And here he is. Alright. We got a lot of doom and gloom in this episode, but I'm looking at my watch. Um, we scheduled a time for me to get out here and call Lunell to talk about her being here at the Punchline Comedy Lounge here in Detroit. Um, so let me go ahead and call her. Here we go. Right. Lunell interview right here. Well, 
Lunell, thank you so much for giving me time out of your busy schedule, mainly because you're a legend, and it's not every day I get a chance to talk to a legend, so my questions may be all over the place, but one thing I do know, you're going to be here on November 7th at the Punchline Comedy Lounge right here in Southfield, right outside Detroit. Yes, I will be there, and you will, you know, you, it will be who, it will be who, everybody listening, to come on out and check me out. Well, yeah, I need them to see you in person, mainly because, like I said earlier, I don't get a chance to talk to a legend, you've been around, you know a lot of stuff, and actually, in preparation for this call, you know, I tried to do a little bit, get my questions together, and um, you type in Lunell, you robbed a bank? I mean, like, I saw the Ice-T thing. It's like bank robbers. It's you and Ice-T. And that's the first thing that popped up on Google today. Wh what happened with that? What did Ice-T do? Oh, my God. Like, Ice-T was going on into, like, when he was younger, coming up in a rap game, how sometimes money wasn't a commodity. So he had to rob jewelry stores and banks. And the story right under his was yours. Was you, you robbed the bank. What's going on out here? Well, this is, of course, 23 years ago. And um, I was from Long Beach, California. When I did the crime, I did it by myself. It's really technically called embezzlement. Because I worked at the bank that I robbed and I did it. <laughs> and that's just what it is, you know. Oh, you put it inside, man. Yeah, no, I, I work alone, baby. I work alone. <laughs> so anyway, that's, you know, I did that. I did my job in jail after about over 10 years of being on the run. But had it been a lesser amount, I would have literally got, got away clean. But because it was such a large amount, $50,000, um, it became a felony. And felonies never go off your record. You can be arrested for a felony at 80 that you did in 17. So... Mm. Um, you know, they, uh, when I when I had my baby and I had applied for WIC at that time, the social security numbers crossed up and that's how they found me up in the Bay Area and got my ass, took me away from my baby and transported me back to Long Beach and uh, I did my uh, did four months and 18 days in Twin uh, Towers Correctional Facility in L.A. Alright, well that's all over um, Man, it was just weird seeing that Because I'm getting ready for this interview And then you do the little last little Google check And that's what pops up I'm like, whoa I don't know what to say I don't fucking regret it Because I it, I learned my lesson You know what I'm saying? I got you, I got you Everybody, everybody don't learn their lesson But I learned mine I wouldn't take a dollar off a pool table these days But um, <laughs> You know, nobody can tell me about jail I've been. Nobody can, you know, uh, fabricate any stories because I know exactly what I'm talking about, so. And it'll be good for me in acting down the road when I have to play in prison. Well, you know the role. You lived it. But speaking of about all of that, you just wrapped up three months in Vegas. How does it feel going back on the road? I mean, you being, you know, going to Vegas and all. Well, I didn't wrap up three months in Vegas. I'm actually still there every Sunday night until January 5th. Sunday nights at 10, I can be seen at the uh, Jimmy Kimmel Comedy Club, which you just said on his show the other night because I was on Jimmy Kimmel, whether you know it or not. 
And then um, what you might see that I wrapped up was I had a residency fire at the SLS Hotel and Casino. We wrapped that residency up, but now I'm at, I'm at Jimmy Kimmel. I've been there for some months. I'll be there through January 5th. I'll be there on New Year's Eve. It's a lovely club in Vegas. And, you know, Jimmy Kimmel is a wonderful person to work for, and it's all good. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, like, if they can't see you live here in Detroit, they can see you there. But one thing, I have been seeing you a lot and just popping up in TV. Just, I've seen you in the middle, always in sunny, head case. A lot of my shows on my DVR got you in it in some way, shape, or form. And, I mean, like, we all remember the specials, um, the Cat Williams special, Snoop Dogg, Jamie Foxx. One thing I always wanted to know, and lately, Dolomite, and now you're involved in Coming to America 2, coming out. I mean, you are in a lot. I mean, a lot, a lot. One thing I always like people, you know, asking people who, you know, may be comedians, actors, can you guys watch yourself objectively? Like, when you watch it, can you watch the show that you in just like, and just watch it like me or anyone else watching it? Or do you just kind of mentally go back to that day you were filming? Well, for me, I really only watch myself about twice, and then I don't watch myself anymore. Because if I really knew what it was I was really doing, I'd be so embarrassed that I wouldn't do it anymore, and then there goes my career. I, I live a, a life of fearlessness, so I can't allow myself to get nervous or scared. Or what are they gonna think? Because that'll take away my whole daring shit. Mm -hmm. But I, I have, I, I must admit, I have watched Dolomite several times, and maybe three or four. And uh, it's just so incredible. It's not because of me or that I keep rewinding my scene. Although I do love my scene <laughs> and I love Eddie. It's just that I knew Rudy and um, I know how I know how he would be so tickled with this happening. And um, uh, it's, it's such an inspirational story. So that's why I've been, been watching it, just for inspiration. But I don't... When I watch myself... I, I don't pick my self apart and go, well, I should have said that or shouldn't have worn that. I, should, I don't do all that. I just watch it and, and I enjoy it like anybody else and be like, girl, you are crazy. <laughs> One thing I'm curious about is that um, you took more of a mainstream approach with your career, a little after Borat. What made you make that change instead of just being straight up comics into more well, of a... I'm not really in control of that. You know, that's like up to them to hire me. And mm. I just go, you know, I have an agent, so I go on auditions. But if they hire me, they hire me. And more mainstream... And um, celebrity white folks have uh, worked with me in major movies than black folks who I have worked with, but not in major motion pictures except for the movie Never Die Alone with DMX mm -hmm. and with these coming to America and Dolomites and stuff like that. I haven't done a whole bunch of black movies, even the Fridays and stuff like that. I was never around or involved for anything like that. House party or anything like that, I wasn't around. I lived in Oakland. But I have worked with Sandra Bullock and I have worked with Adam Sandler and I have worked with Liam Neeson and, you know, Alexandra Wentworth and stuff like that. So I've always liked acting, uh, 
before I even knew that I was going to do stand-up comedy. Oh. And it was theater that I was doing at first. I went from theater into motion pictures into television. And that's a really good route because if you do theater, then you're already overstayed, you're already used to working around people, you already can take direction and stuff like that. So it's easy to tra transcend. So I've just been out here doing whatever anybody uh, wants me for. I try to say yes more than no. And you know, even even what old janky little I got to hook up too, you know, or Mac and Devin go to high school. I've done my share of uh, black cult stuff, you know? Right, right. And you talked about some of the people you work with, but before Star is Born, you also work with Gaga in the telephone video, and you work with Bradley yeah. Cooper in All About Steve. Did that help, or was that was that still part of the process to go, get into A Star is Born? I think it helped. You know, if somebody's seen you in another film, I think it's a good, good, good work. They already have, like, a little pre- preview of what you're about and stuff like that so um but it's you know like i said it's not up to me i want every job i go out for but you know it's up to the casting directors and stuff like that and like in dolomite i actually auditioned for the part of lady reed like six times but they gave it to divine joy randolph which i think was a better choice it was better for me to play the AT and she was better at playing Lady B. That's casting decisions. And they know who they like and they know who they want. And I'm always glad when they like and want me, of course. Okay, I mean that makes sense. And, but also, let's just stick on that. When you was at the Stars Born, you were in good company. I mean, it was a lot of comics on set. You got yourself, Dave Chappelle, Eddie Griffin, uh, Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah. Did that make you well, feel? That was, uh, that was um, because of Bradley and my relationship. It wasn't a big role. It was literally only ten seconds, but it was there, and I get what they do. I'm in there for life. And everybody saw it, and it was nominated for the Oscar. And so, not really how big the role is, is how big the movie is. And me and Bradley, I worked together on a, a telephone video with Gaga and, and Beyonce. So, um, I've already broken that ice as well. So, you know, it's all opportunities, honey. I see. One thing, and I, I leave off the stars born, mainly because this affected me. How many times did you end up singing that song in your head to shallow? I, I watched that just thinking I'm just going to be cute watching with my wife. That song got stuck in my head for a better part of a month. What about you working on the song? I mean, working on the movie. No, Jump Matter It's a great song. It's a powerful song. And it does stick in your head. And I've sung it many, many, many times after I rap the movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, you've worked with so many people who, if anyone, does make you starstruck. Are you starstruck? Could you be? Yes, I get starstruck often because I just feel like a little girl in this business. I don't feel like one of them. I feel like me. I don't feel like one of them because primarily because my bag does not match my popularity. You know <laughs> what I mean? We're trying to get that to catch up with one another. Um, but yeah, I definitely still get get started for sure okay one thing like i was reading you were part of the new nipsey hustle documentary um you still live like two blocks away from his uh, his murder does that play into it um about the nipsey situation yeah i you know i actually live two blocks from the marathon clothing where he got murdered 
my neighborhood was the neighborhood that you saw in the aerial view with all the people in the street when they came down and made his victory victory lap past the marathon shop to the cemetery, I mean to the um, mortuary. That's, that's all my neighborhood. I'm, I travel those streets every day just like he did. And it took a very de deep effect on me. Um, you know, I, I, I just... Uh, I just really went to a, to a sad place because it happened in the midst of a bunch of other stuff. When Nipsey got murdered, then the next thing that happened was my publicist in New York died. Then I lost my residency, that was over. And then my friend John Singleton died. So it was like boom, boom, boom. Man. And I got very, very much in the dark hole because I do believe in his movement. I do believe in everything he was trying to say. He didn't know how to talk to the people who were down here. And they felt safe enough to not have bodyguard around that day. But that's when you get caught slipping. You don't get got until you, you know, get caught slipping. Makes sense. Um, one thing I wanted to kind of talk about, I mean, like, you've lately been linked to a bunch of Oscar award winning Grammy award, just award worthy projects, and you said like sometimes you get these offers. But one thing, I did a little homework on this one, so don't get too mad at me. But uh -huh. I feel you always been around it because way back when you hosted a um, Soul Beat, and that show is responsible for guys like MC Hammer, Digital Underground, Too Short. Does that, like the stuff you learned there or being around this, give you more of a headspace for what you're doing now? Possibly, you know. Possibly. No, we do a homework. Uh, yeah, yeah possibly, possibly. Okay. Hey, I, I, you know, any exposure that you get to anybody, you should learn something mm -hmm. from everybody, you know. And um, I'm also proud to say that, you know, I had been around John Witherspoon, the late now, the late John Witherspoon, um, and had a chance to know him and, you know, feed off of him and stuff like that. And I tried to take something from everybody. I don't hang out with peers. I don't hang out with people my age. I hang out with older people so I can learn something. Somebody my age, they can't tell me nothing. Somebody older who's been there, they can. So I used to hang out with some Ronaldo Reyes. I worked with Rudy Ray more like five times before, you know, it was over. And um, I, uh, you know, used to listen to the Red Foxes and stuff like that, Luana Page. So I'm, I'm entrenched in the, in the culture. Kind of <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And since we digging out some of those old names, uh, I got one more old name for you. Uh, Rick Sullivan. He was the guy who gave you the original bad girl of comedy. That's your moniker. I'm curious, yeah. how did that come about? I made it self-explanatory. <laughs> I had a mouth. I had a mouth on me ever since I started in the business, and um, I've you know used it uh, quite to my advantage. I've never been scared or anything like that. I've just always done my my thing and I'm just really glad that um um that that that, that the time has caught up with me. Hmm, makes sense. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I, the time caught up with me. I've never changed. I was a bad girl before. It didn't just have to do with my material of my mouth, you know. I was 
always good for slapping somebody down in the club or, you know, as I said, I robbed the bank, you know, I was a heavy, heavy drinker and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, um, now the time to have gotten up with, with me and so I'm not having any problem anymore about my censorship. I have a college degree, I'm grown, I know where to throw it in and where to leave it out. So <laughs> I'm not offend anyone, you know what I mean? Yeah. Speaking about being a bad girl and being a grown-up, being an adult, um, I'm edging this question very carefully because I know who I'm talking to. You post a penthouse a couple years back. I'm curious, how did that happen? Yeah, just about two years back on the April Fool's edition of Penthouse Magazine, I um, did a six-page spread. I thought it should have got way more attention than it did. It wasn't bug or anything. You never see no cooch or nothing <laughs> like that. But we did it more like um, boudoir pictures. We did it more like, um, um, you know, like, uh, how should I say? Yeah, burlesque type photos. Right. And at the time, my daughter was coming out, I was about to cut a you know, to spread my vagina lips open and think that's not going to affect my kid. The pictures are classy. I want to show them to the queen. I ain't got no shame. I just thought that, as that, but they were very innovative for penthouse to shoot me. So they've never shot a woman my size, my age, or my color for penthouse magazine. Mm. I was the first. Uh, it went under the radar, though, but it um, it was a wonderful experience, and I'm glad that I did it. Um, I got a few more questions I'll let you go but during your time, I mean, you've seen so many changes in the comedy world. What sticks out the most now? I guess the advent of the internet entertainer into the um, scene. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We didn't have any of that. I'm not hating on that anymore. I used to. Um, but I just think that they um, are using the wrong word because just because you're funny on Instagram doesn't mean that you can go out in these crowds and kill it for an hour and a half. There's no editing. There's no filter. There's no nothing like that. And I used to have a big, big problem with that. But I think the only problem now is the title I wish it do because internet, you know, entertainers, internet actors, something like that, you know, because after the internet, after you turn that photo off, you still got to be out here in the real world with real people. And, you know, wow, the internet is getting them a lot of attention, and in some cases, a lot of money. I still am going to ride with, with the people. Makes sense. And um, this is my last one. But during your time, I mean, what is something that you learned and that you still use to this day? Uh-oh, Yeah, I'm still here. Oh, I'm sorry. What, did, what was I saying? Uh, I didn't hear anything. I asked a question. I thought you was thinking about it. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I got a text while I was talking to you, and I got distracted. Oh, my daughter. I'm sorry. My daughter's actually um, a professional dancer. She got a part in uh, Coming to America as well, and she's on set today filming something else. So she just oh, hit me up set, and I was like, yeah, yeah. She. So we're both in the biz. Both mm -hmm. me and my daughter both in the biz. You can check her out. Her Instagram is uh, her Instagram is it's Donaldo. I T S 
D-A-N-E-L-L-E-D-O-E-E. It's Donaldo. And uh, you can see what she's all about. Okay. She's a beast. I'm, you know, and I'm proud to say that my daughter started dancing uh, in church. She used to be a praise dancer. So that's where when she got the bug at. And there's no better, no better foundation to start anything than in the church house. Mm-hmm. You may not end up there, but, you know, it can start there. That's where you hone your skills. Absolutely. Oh, but what um, the last question I had, because I, I know I'm eating up a little y- your time, but what is something that you learned throughout your career that you still use to this day? I was, I was somebody asked me that the other day. I said the best advice I ever got was from Miss Lori Hayes, who was my homegirl. We just worked together last night on In the Cut. She's um, been my friend for over 35 years. And um, the best advice I ever got was to shut the fuck up and listen. Be quiet. Please be still. Just listen. You learn so much more listen than you will run off the mouth. You don't have to contradict everybody, even if they're telling a story wrong. You don't, you know, you don't have to call them out. Just, you know, just be quiet. Please be still. So shut up and listen. So that's, that's the right there we well, Lunell, I want to thank you for just giving me a little bit of your time. You're going to be here on the 7th of November at the Punchline. And I just thank you so much. You're a legend. I look up to you. And it's, it's pretty cool just having this conversation. Um, so thank you so much. Hey, I appreciate you. And will you be coming out to the show? You know I got to show up. Come on, now. You better show up and show out, bro. There it is. Well, thank you so much, Lunell. Okay, and you guys can also follow me on Instagram at Lunell at L U E N E L L. That's my Instagram, and I do write back. Oh, that's beautiful. I'll make sure I put that in this week's post, too, when we um, post it on Instagram. Yes, sir. I appreciate that. All right. We'll see you at the punchline on the 7th. You're at the punchline. <laughs> Thanks, Lunell. Bye. Bye. There you have it. That was my little chat, Blue Nail. Man, that, ooh, that made me feel good. Brought some levity to this dark episode. It was dark. And, um, yeah, it was a little levity. Um, we talked about her career. I feel good. She, but one thing I do feel good about, she's going to be at the Punchline Comedy Lounge. Um, the, starting the 7th um, of November, please come out, check her out. Man, that was, that was pretty good. Normally, mm-hmm. this be about the time we do the sit your ass downs. However, I'm feeling pretty good. Mm-hmm. What I'll do, I'll give a bit of an exemption it, right now. An exemption. Not an exemption. We're just going to hold it over for another week. We was uh-huh. on our best behavior. Or worst behavior. We talked to Miss Lunell. And I don't know what you was expecting because you kept giving me those looks like, uh, uh, don't don't do nothing stupid. Like, oh, yeah, I don't want you to, you know. Um, I think I think we did all right. As always, you can reach her on social media. She even gave her daughter social media out here, man. That was cool. Um, but you her can, one and only daughter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But you can reach her at heylunel.com. That is the website. Mm-hmm. Um. Lunel, spell her name is spelled L U E N E L L on Facebook, Instagram, and um, 
Twitter. Man, if I could talk, that'd be awesome. And you can see her at the Punchline Comedy Club. Or here's another thing. She will, if you wait, she will just show up in whatever you watching. Yeah, yeah. I've had that experience. She's currently in Dolomite. Like a, a you know, it took me a second. And she gonna, um, if you heard in that interview, she's gonna be in Coming to America too. I mean, we did a lot of talk about John with a spoon. We talked about Eddie Murphy, and she ended up in two Eddie Murphy projects in the calendar year. What do you call that when they within a year? Within a year. Hmm. So that's pretty. Hey, I'm I'm good with that. So that's what we gonna um, leave this one right now. I feel very good about that. Um, check out our buddy Lunell. I, I thank her so much for calling into this podcast. Um, bringing some levity, bringing some light. Like she don't bring some levity, bring some light into your life when you go see her during her stand up. Um, and to my nine Detroit people. You know who listen to this show? Go to her website at heylunell.com and check out her tour dates because she is coming to a city near you. She's going back to Vegas. Oh. Uh, she got the Vegas residence. Ah, it's not over. I thought it was over. She corrected me. It's it's not over. Every Sunday she's going to be at Jimmy Kimmy's ah Jimmy Kimmel's Comedy Club right there in Vegas. So that was SLS. So that man, that's great. How do people be there? Well, she's going to be there. That's what's up. Alright, so that's what I got for right now. Everything related to this podcast can be found at samshownation.com. Samshownation.com, your home for all things related to Just Talk with Sam podcast. Um, another thing, you can find us on. Um, all of it. All of it. Just <laughs> talking with Sam. Just look for Sam's big No G in talking. On the picture. And I say, plus, I mean his face. <laughs> I'm just gonna shut off your mic. Just talk with Sam at gmail.com. Don't you talk it? Just talk with Sam on Facebook and Instagram, and you can talk to me personally um, on Twitter at Sam Show Eleven. All right, SamShowNation.com. We will see you guys next week. Peace out. Peace out. Yep. Everybody.